Welcome to There She Rose podcast. My name is Jamie C and I am your host and the CEO and founder of Rising Wolf. Rising Wolf serves the solo female entrepreneur mindset and strategy guidance on how to build confidence on becoming a leader so they can grow guilt-free and scale their dream biz. All right, girl, let's harness that bravery and let your inner wolf rise to its full potential. Welcome to There She Rose podcast. This is your host, Jamie C. And I'm so excited. If this is your first time listening, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here. If this is not your first time, then welcome back. Still happy to have you here. Now today, we're going to be talking about being a solo female entrepreneur. And we're going to go through the kind of workaholic mentality that I used to have and that a lot of people suffer from. Uh, Especially if you are a female solo entrepreneur, it's very easy to find a lot of validation, uh, success in your business, and then constantly search and for that again and again. So we stay busy, right? But there's also more things lying underneath the surface. As a recovering workaholic, I would love to be able to kind of share some some signs, some tips, some tricks, and really to help you navigate through if you are struggling with this. And you may not be struggling with this, but someone you know may be. And if that is the case, I would love for you to send this podcast their way. All right, so you're a solo female entrepreneur, kicking butt, doing all of the things. So maybe you can relate when I ask you if you have had this experience before. You want to take a day off and you think, I'm too busy to do that. You want to turn off your phone for the night, but you don't because you think, I'm too busy. I just have so much to do. I have to answer emails. Oh, I just, I'll finish that project. I'll just do it, even though I'm kind of done for work for the day. A friend reaches out for a midday coffee date, right? And you decline because I'm just so busy, even if you make your own hours. So here's the question. Are we actually too busy or is it something else? So you probably have heard of the term workaholic and Lord knows I am 100% guilty of being a workaholic, recovering workaholic. I no longer have the, the same reasons to be a workaholic that I did before. I, I no longer struggle with that. And I'm going to be sharing a little bit of that um, a little bit later. But I, I want to show you what some of the signs look like that a workaholic may be exhibiting. So you get stressed when you're not working. You don't have any real hobbies. You devalue personal priorities. You don't really take real vacations. Your mind is at work, even if you're not. You're too accessible. (laughs) You hide that you're working from your loved ones. You overbook yourself. If you hire employees to help, you micromanage them. Now, while reading through these or listening to these, you may feel like this might be you, right? And that's okay. Acknowledging is the key. It's really the first step, right? To anything is just acknowledging that it's actually an issue. And the real key to shifting through this is knowing that being a workaholic is most often an avoidance and lack of coping mechanism. 
We tend to keep ourselves so overbooked and busy simply because we're avoiding trauma or pain and we stop working. Like when we're, when we stop, we feel anxiety and all of that worry starting to set in. And from someone who is a recovering workaholic, I've done the work, the work that I now teach to get people to the other side. And it feels like freedom. Oh my God. It is the best thing. The best gift you can give yourself is the healing of recovering from this. Because with my journey, it was, I am going to backtrack. So you have a little bit of understanding of how this all came to be was when I, um, first opened my first business, I was a new mother. And what ended up happening is when I grew my business, I was learning how to delegate, but I also had really bad postpartum depression. Then I opened my second business four years later and had my daughter around the same, my second daughter around the same time, and then had debilitating postpartum depression. So it was just triggering me all the time. And I had massive guilt. So if you've listened to uh, the other podcast, I think it was the first podcast episode where we go over business guilt. It was me essentially choosing, do I choose to stay with my employees because I feel guilty if I leave them, but I also feel guilty taking a maternity leave. And those were the choices in my mind. Those were the only two options. And that wasn't the truth, but I chose work because I had too much pain and too much trauma to face being home with them. I just, I couldn't do it. And I've worked through the guilt and the trauma of choosing work over my baby. Um, And I've done so much healing around that. But every time... Every time I stopped working, it was like I was drowning. That's kind of what it felt like. I was drowning. I would cry. I would have panic attacks. I would have spastic behavior. I couldn't make decisions. And this is why I always say it's so important to do the work to do the work to be your best self because the better you are, the better your business is, the better mother you are, the better friend you are, the better boss you are, the better mentor, the better everything to everyone, including yourself because it's not a place to be in your own head if it's a constant war. It's not a place to be if you're trapped in your own thoughts because escaping that and avoiding those It manifests into anxiety, depression, and lack of coping is going to give you a disempowering habitual behavior. And mine was becoming a workaholic. I was addicted to working because it's the only thing that made me feel okay. I was so good in my business. I was my best self in my business, but I really wasn't. I really wasn't. I really wasn't my best self. But in my mind, that's the only place that I was seeking refuge, that I was safe, that I was in my mind unable to create harm or damage because I felt like if I was home with my children, I wasn't going to be a good mom because that's what my subconscious believed. 
because I chose business over my baby. And looking back at this now, my daughter is two and a half years old. She's such a wild child. I love her so much. Charlotte uh, is my oldest. She's going to be seven very, very soon. And they're just my everything. I just love them to the moon and back. Everything I do is for them. And I'm so happy that I gave the gift of myself to recover from being a workaholic so I could set myself free. And the beauty that came out of that wasn't just my own healing, but it was the gift of understanding how I did it so I could share it with others. So I could help other solo female entrepreneurs who are struggling with finding validation in work and being addicted to the feeling of success or being addicted to the feeling of feeling good in their business. And really, that your business is your business. And yes, you serve other people, but it's, a, it's just a small portion of your life. It's not everything, right? It's not all of your life. You are not just your business. And you can't identify as just your business because who are you to anyone else if all your mind is consumed with is business, right? There's so much beauty to see. There's so much joy to be held in other areas of your life. And yes, it's amazing to achieve things in your business and to reach goals, but it's also amazing to be able to put it all down at the end of the day, feel fulfilled and be present with the people that you love and to do things for yourself, to heal, to meditate, to take a nice hot shower without looking at your phone, (laughs) you know, to be an active listener to your husband or your partner or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or anyone in your life with your mother, with your father, with your friends, to be active listeners, to be better in your community, to play with your children and not think about work, to put your phone down and know that I'll pick it back up in the morning and I'm okay with that. And I feel good with that. Those are the joys that are waiting for you on the other side. I hope that you found this episode helpful, that if this does pertain to you, that you're right in the right place. You are safe. You now know somebody, me, who is you, who was you, and who knows how to get you to the other side. And for that, I welcome you to Rising Wolf, to being a part of this community, to being in a safe place of growth and development and balance and love and light. All right, my friend, continue to be brave, continue to be strong, and to continue the healing process always because healing is not just a one-stop shop. It's continuous and it's part of your self-love and self-healing journey. All right, this is Jamie C., your host, and I'm signing out.